Hi, this is Amory Fox, and you're listening to my podcast on your terms, where I talk to people from all walks of life who have made amazing changes in their careers to live life on their own terms. I'll be giving away loads of career advice, including self-branding, interviews, CV tips along the way. If you enjoy listening to these amazing stories, please subscribe for free to my podcast. Hi, welcome back to my podcast on your terms. I'm delighted to welcome to my podcast today an amazing lady, Celine O'Donovan. Celine has made some changes to her life and her career over the last number of years to help her live life on her own terms. So I'm excited to chat to her and get an idea of her journey to date and what's in store for her for the future. So welcome, Celine, and thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Delighted to be here. Great. Thank you. I'm going to just start straight away and maybe get you to tell me a little bit about who Celine O'Donovan is. Hmm. Well, that's changed a lot, I have to say, <laughs> over yeah. the years. But where I'm at now, I suppose, just to tell you, is I'm about, I'm, I suppose I'm about to publish my second book, which is something I never thought I'd imagine I'd ever say. Um, and really what led me to this point, I suppose, is a diagnosis with cancer back in 2016. And okay. that really, I suppose, changed everything for me. Yeah. Um, it obviously was something very difficult to go through. But it also caused me really to question a lot about my life and what's it all about. And and that led me then really, I suppose, on a whole new path. Um, and it, it was, I suppose, the impetus that got me to start writing. And hence the title of my book is called The Gifts, Gifts from the Devastation. Okay. Uh, because to me, that's that's what it is. It was something very devastating, which most of us probably will go through some form of devastation in our lives but it's the gifts from that so it's really you know you know how it brought me on the path and all the learnings and how it absolutely has transformed my life for my for the better um and that's Amazing. really my passion right now you know not right now but it's, it's yeah. a passion for me now as well and I also then trained as a life coach as I was recovering and it's very interesting because really what I feel it taught me cancer very much for me was I really had to just let go I had to sort of surrender to life I'd been very burnt out um, I had a lot of warning signs I did want to change but I suppose like everyone I was afraid and I didn't know what to do um, and suddenly I had to stop and once I let go and I, I, I advise, that was the biggest um, I suppose surprise for me once I sort of let go it was amazing what started to come into my life and amazing to come in and I developed a whole new relationship with myself. And, and that, that's where the desire to do coaching came in because I really knew the importance of working on myself. And that has been a huge shift for me. And then that's also, it also helped me writing. And it also helps the work that I want to ultimately do, which is around helping others maybe and, and being of service in that way using what I've learned. So yeah, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. It's, but it's been great. an absolute a huge change, I can see, yeah. over the last few years uh, for you. And obviously, an awful lot going on for you at the moment. What yeah. about maybe let's bring it back to before the cancer diagnosis? I know you said you were at a burnout stage. What mm. were you doing at that stage? What was your job prior to all of this? Um, well, I suppose my career broadly was in the whole field of sales and marketing. Yeah. Um, I had worked in the bank in marketing from 1990 for about 13 years. So I was recruited as a graduate 
um, fabulous experience, but a real baptism of fire. I moved to Dublin. I didn't know anyone. Everyone I worked with was mostly Dublin. I'd never been in a sort of corporate type of environment. I was only 21. And so it was terrifying. But looking back now, it's such amazing experiences because we were some of the first marketing graduates. So we really got trained well and just fabulous experiences. I got to travel with it. Um, We had some amazing events like Riverdance. So anyways, there was lots. So that was Dublin. And then after 13 years, so I ended up, I suppose, prior to getting sick, I had then worked for 10 years. I'd taken a year out, traveled, taught English in Greece. Then I came back to Galway and I got a job in the university, international marketing initially. So I was traveling to countries like India, China, recruiting postgrad students. So that was another real exciting time. And then in the last two years before I got sick, I shifted to a more domestic role. So I was traveling Ireland. And again, I loved it working with, sorry, no, I was actually longer than that. I was probably about eight years in that role. I was two years in the international role. So I was doing a lot of travel, you know, um, and I suppose it was a combination of things. I'd never point to it being the job because I had loved the job. Um, I think it was I'd come to the end of the road in that job. I'd yeah. learned as much as I could. I'd given as much as I could. But just personally, things I I just began to feel like it didn't. My life didn't have great meaning anymore. Like why was I doing what I was doing? This can't be it. You know, yeah, maybe at yeah. the point we all come to, you know, who knows? But I was re- I was at that point, but I didn't know what to do about it. And, yeah. Uh, that's when, if if it yeah. wasn't for the cancer diagnosis at that stage, Celine, could you see that you would have made the change then, or was that sort of the reason that you made the change to sort of look after yourself a little bit more than you had? Oh, absolutely. I I, I don't know that I could have done it without it. I would say that you know i i don't think anything else could have stopped me in my tracks i was going so fast um yeah I'd, uh, you know and i know everybody would you know it's hard to sort of i suppose it's different for everyone but i knew how i was feeling was not you know i wasn't well i wasn't healthy in the yeah. la- in last year um i had had a car accident prior to that and again mm. i was literally i would say looking back it was like a little mini breakdown i literally couldn't function for a month if someone rang me, even the noise on the phone, everything was just, it was like everything was just too, um, just gone into, yeah, over, over, till I'm not sure how to describe okay. it, but it, yeah. oh, it was definitely a sign. Um, and then I went, I knew I went back to work and said, okay, you've got to change. I was going to, I've always been interested in a very holistic way of living and I've trained in different areas like sound healing therapy. I've just always had that aspect of my life yeah. has been going parallel with everything else and I thought okay I'm going to train as a bioenergy therapist and I'm going to change everything um but again I had been trying to do all of this while working you know it, it wasn't it wasn't the answer yeah you know, I yeah to do that who knows um and then yeah I you know I, I couldn't I found it difficult to make the change I'd looked for different jobs within the same environment yeah, but that wasn't enough, I suppose. That, that, that you know, um, as you said yourself, it wasn't actually the job or the company. No, it was something within no. yourself that had yeah. reached a stage, um, and and only for I suppose that news that you got then that actually made you make that decision. Yeah, to, well, to it stopped me. I had no alternative. It just stopped yeah. me dead in my yeah. tracks, and, and that's quite terrifying. I think for anyone, for most people who've been going, going as we do in our lives, and then it's all taken from you. You know, you really are just like someone pulled the carpet from under you. Um, 
So it is pretty terrifying initially, but I think for me, I can see it, it was the only way for me to start depression. It had to happen that way. Yeah, yeah. And do you recall when you were younger, Celine, what you had actually wanted to be when you grew up? Was it, did you think of being an author or, oh, you God, know? No, I <laughs> thought of that two years ago, three years ago, never. No, yeah. and I, that's why I, I sort of really believe, you know, if, if I can do any, if, if I can have changed my life the way I am, anyone can do it and I suppose anyone who's done it would say that we all have that capacity within us but no I I, I can't say there was anything specific when I was very young you know I know yeah. there were people who say I knew I wanted to be a nurse a doctor whatever yeah um, yeah but reflecting I was thinking about it during the week when I just saw the the, the questions and I one thing that's really stood to me and it's, it's a thing that I'm very passionate about now is this whole idea of finding your voice in your life in whatever way that is a very I think everybody has a very authentic unique voice and way of contributing okay. and I would have been very shy as a child and I and I remember being sent to elocution and I I remember asking my mother why did you send me and you sent no one else and she said, oh, you were talking very fast. And I, so I think there was this whole thing I had about when I did speak, it, it all came out or I was very blocked or something. I, it, it's something that's been there, I have felt throughout my life. And then it's sort of ironic I end up in a career in marketing because I suppose that's where I had to start learning how to yes. nearly. And then here I am writing. So, and some people might say, God, they can't imagine that when they meet me now. But it's, it's, it's definitely, I think that's the path of an on. So it wasn't a straight, I need to find a career. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I suppose I probably, as time went on, I knew, I definitely know now that it, it really has to involve people and community and communication. That's, that's, that's a, a big part of. Oh, yeah. Life. That drives you on. Yeah. So it's been more an evolution, really, I'd say, than knowing what I want knowing to do. what you want <laughs> to do exactly and I think most people when they're young have ideas you know if they do have ideas it doesn't generally turn out that that's what they end up doing anyway but it's always nice to get an idea if it, if it is something you had thought of what advice would you give your younger self then Ooh. Celine um well, I think I, I know, I think I said this so often is that I, I don't think I'd listen, but um, <laughs> I, um, from working with a lot of young people when I was in the university, the biggest thing I, and I would feel now is really around, I'd encourage myself to find my own answers. So um, I think it's really important to help people, um, support people to see that they have the answers, all the answers inside. And I think it's the key to sort of becoming very resilient in your life and, and resourceful to trust yourself, you know, to really um, follow, you know, obviously, you know, what, what gives you joy and, and um, you know, don't give up on that. I think there's, there's this sort of been this misconception that you cannot end up working at something you love, you know, that almost the two are, don't go hand in hand. Yeah. That's the, the truth. So I think to really spend your time, I'd say, you know, focus on what you really enjoy. And um, yeah. And, and, and you mentioned about um, finding their own voice and that everyone has their answers inside yeah. them themselves. So do you mean that, you know, you wouldn't tell somebody what to do? You'd, you feel yes. everyone knows themselves. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah. And I suppose, I suppose that was a big part of the coaching as well is really, and I found that when I've ever had anyone coach me, I mean, there is nothing more empowering than someone helping you 
realize that you have those answers inside. You may need help to get there and you may need support at different times. But I mean, um, I mean, we all need people. It's not saying that we don't, but yeah. It's, yeah. So that to me is the most, I mean, I love that. Fantastic I thing. Yeah. That everyone then, does have the answers inside. Yeah. Yeah. And to cultivate that relationship, you know, I think it's the, the one relationship in your life, you know, that working, um, on yourself because that's the only place we can make change and I, I really have seen that in my own life the only place I have any powers over what's going on inside of me so um, if you do nothing else do that because that's all when I got sick that's sort of all I had the time to do so I had no idea where I was going and no idea what was going to happen but I knew I have to start inside. And you have the power yourself to do that. Yeah, and you, you tap into, you tap into that. There is, you know, I have um, a very strong, I suppose, connection to sort of, if you want to call it a higher power or a, there's a bigger force in all of our, we just have to look at nature to see that there is something bigger than all of us. And you tap into that, you know, in terms of whether it's whatever it does, Brilliant. it doesn't for your meditation, nature, it's different for everyone. Um, and that's where we create our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you change? So, you know, looking back, even I suppose from college and your 13 years in Dublin or whatever, or is there anything you you're looking back on and say, I wish I had done this or I would change this if I had an opportunity to go back in time? Um, not really. I mean, yes, I, I sometimes look back and say, gosh, I wish I was a bit more confident back then. And I really went for certain things, but I think it's it's all just a process, you know. I, I I don't think there's. I really feel that everything that has happened to me, looking back now, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing now only for everything that happened. Yeah. Um. You know, ending up in a career in marketing, which I would never have imagined, has really paid dividends now because it's fine to write a book, but then you have to go and launch it, and it's like that's pretty terrifying. If yes. you know, you have to yeah. get up and to people, so you know you can't hide away all the time. So it's given me skills that really um, are so important just in everyday life. You know, brilliant, um, brilliant. So no regrets yeah. on that side of no things. Regrets, yeah. No, no. What are your goals going forward? So you've a book published already, and you've another one ready to to be launched. Is that correct? Yeah, it'll be early, early mid next year. I'm just signing it off. I was delighted because the first book was self published, and this book I managed to get a publisher in England. So it took a it took a lot of submissions. Brilliant. So. Um, yeah, I'm just in the stages, hopefully for Christmas, signing it off. So I'm not sure. Sometime in, in 2021. Lovely. Um, so, yeah. And what other goals do you have then? Or are you a person that actually writes down your goals and follows them through and sees what happens? Or what's yeah, that not, process? I do it too rigidly, I suppose. I try always at the definitely at the end of the year and at the beginning of the year to like what's even an overarching focus for my okay. year. And then there might be a few things within that. Obviously, when I'm in the middle of the book, well, I want to get that finished. Um, one another thing this year as well was to try and get a website together. And I've just done that. Um, so that, again, was sort of a, I didn't know exactly when I would do it, but that was really about bringing together different aspects of myself. Um, so I have a more broad brush. I mean, community has become a huge, it's just something that's come up for me in the last, and I think particularly going through what we've, we're all going through with, with COVID um, yeah. and how our world is changing and just seeing the importance of 
you know, there's different types of communities, obviously, virtually and yes. in person. And I've just joined one um, called Umbrella Ella in Galway. It's a social enterprise and um, it's sort of for independent traders and craftspeople, any sort of individual. It could be a life coach, it could be anything. But it's really about the idea of coming together as a group to, I suppose, support your business, but to support each other, to do good for the planet look at um, collaborations great um, so that's a big passion so I'll see where that takes me next year love um, it continue with the writing yeah um, yeah 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 so that's lots of different things but it's a little bit fluid as well um, yeah yeah you don't me, have to stick rigidly no, as you said an over no. overarching kind no. of idea yeah yeah but one thing that's very I suppose an overarching in all of the things I do is this idea of being of service I just think that's so important and I've heard people say particularly um I think it was Russell Brand or someone who they were saying you know if you, particularly if you're coming through a difficult time that you know a great way to sort of is to get out of yourself and focus on someone else is, okay. is just a very good thing um because you start focusing on something bigger than yourself it's not just all about what's going on with you and that can you know really um and i think that's really important for all of us going important how we all relate to each other and support each other like if nothing else the virus has shown us we're all just one big community yeah because uh, it's affecting every single person yes Definitely. and we have to work together to get through it there's no yeah. other way we can't do it alone yeah um, very good yeah and you know giving back and all that does that make you happy or do you know yeah. yourself what is it that makes you happy what do you do to, to I suppose achieve some sort of happiness in your life yeah, well I'm very happy now so I suppose what I'm doing must be helping but that idea yes I think be finding whatever you know way of expressing yourself in life whatever that is you know whatever gives you joy whatever you know gets you up in the morning that really makes you feel alive and you know that feeling I think we all do when we're in the zone or in flow or whatever you want to call it but you yeah know, um and I'm find I'm doing that now you know um like a very I suppose very simple things you know being out in nature I love being around I think what's a really important thing is to being around people like-minded people and surrounding being very conscious of the sort of environments you let yourself be in both physically and even mentally like what sort of what are you listening to what are you watching absolutely what are you, yeah. yeah so just becoming very conscious around that but being of service would be I, I i believe in giving back and that your purpose is always connected to how you serve or help so whether it's me in some way trying to you know it's not even saying i've a huge amount to you know that i've all the answers or anything but it's maybe just using my life experience in whatever way i can to maybe help someone who's just maybe a step behind me on the path, you know, but yeah. people ahead of me who gave me a hand when they were ahead. So I think that's how we all. Sort oh, that's of, fantastic. So you've yeah, been at the receiving forward. end before and. Exactly. Going to exactly. Give back. And yeah. I think that's it's like, a, not even a chain, but that, you know, someone no doubt has obviously loads of people have been through where I was with cancer, but it may not be cancer. It could be some other challenge in your life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 that's, that's, that's big. That's, yeah very good and yeah. what about do you have people that would inspire you or who has sort of maybe even in the last number of years for you to you know look at being an author and, and all of that who inspired all this or where did that come from gosh I wish I can't say it was one specific person um 
so many things inspire me now. I was even thinking as I was going back over my book and editing the other day, I was um, the thing that reminded me, I remember going into the oncology ward in for chemotherapy each week. And initially, obviously, I was terrified and I almost began to look forward to it. It sounds strange, but there was such a sense of belonging. But the people in there, I, that was one aspect. I just I never in my life came across people who were way more challenging situations than me and they were just mm. thinking of other people i mean it was just phenomenal like they'd be asking how you were and and come in with a little candle for you or it just blew my mind of the attitude and it's often when people are in the most difficult situations that often people are at their most inspiring yeah you know, they're sort of pushed to so that really and i suppose that whole situation experience inspired me to go well look you know, there has to be more to life than the way I was living. And it just gave me a real determination when I just looked around at other people. And I am like your podcast. I am going to live life on my terms. There is no other way. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so people, everyday people, I mean, obviously there are great teachers. When I was going through treatment, I just started, I suppose the right people came into my life and recommended books and teachers and people to watch and, Oh, everybody from the likes of Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I, I, there's millions of them. They change every day. And yeah. I have a sort of a, a routine every day when I walk. I'd listen to different podcasts by you know, your podcast, lots of different podcasts. Anything that's very <laughs> yeah. uplifting, inspiring about, you know, um, yeah, improving your life, living a better life. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. And I love um, you mentioned that. Um, certain books were given to you that at a certain time they just felt like they were the right books mm -hmm. for then and that often happens to me as well I, I feel that somebody might give me a book and I just think wow this is exactly what I need or I might open a book and it's on a page that I that means mm -hmm. something to me um, are you a reader of books do you read a lot of books or is there books that you would advise people to read yeah, I'm always I nearly always have a book on the on the go of some sort so um in the morning i try to maybe even just take 20 minutes and read from you know it's oh, either goodness. a new book or go back but it, it, it's and again I, it's a really important thing for me now and i think for all of us this year is this idea of having sort of a daily practice or routine or things that you have in your life that you can turn to when things get difficult and sort of tools that you use i suppose and, yeah um just it's not even just in you know, a difficult time just generally but you know reading would be one thing so yeah I mean there are a lot of books gosh there are so many but when I first was diagnosed there was a book called Dying to Be Me written by a great author Anita Morjani who recovered from a very um, uh, serious diagnosis with cancer so as the title suggests it's really about how we're all dying to basically just live as ourselves oh, you know that okay just being yourself in life um, I Can See Clearly Now is another great book by Wayne Dyer, who wrote it later in life, which is a little bit like what we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, just understanding that everything that happens in our life serves a purpose. And, and it's that idea, and it's how I like, try to look at life now, about life happening for me, not to me. And the minute I, I, I started thinking like that or looking at life like that, it just hasn't changed turned everything on its head really it's like Amazing. getting an instruction book or something for life so you know difficult times will happen to all of us we all know that and yet yeah. we seem to be shocked when they do as if it's you know life's so unfair but you know this is what I believe we signed up to you know we're gonna yeah. 
you're gonna you grow when you go through difficult times that's the choice you grow or you don't um so like cancer i could have looked at it as a terrible thing which it wasn't a nice thing to go through but yeah it's it's just absolutely changed my life for the better so books like that you know there's another great book power versus force by a david hawkins i think is his name and that's really about i suppose our whole i suppose that the nature and understanding life that it isn't really about forcing i mean out there and and pushing and you know there there, there is a power within us that we can connect with that then okay. life will sort of allow in life so it's how you approach life rather than it being sort of a battleground nearly or you sort of work with life um and i think that's that's um so yeah, there are lots and lots of podcasts by different people as well. But those, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Um, what about, do you have values that you live by, Celine? I mean, have they changed over the years as well? Yeah, I suppose they have. What I'd be very conscious of, I think this year as well, maybe for a lot of us, some of our values might have shifted, you know, yeah. because our life circumstances might have. I think kindness is very important. And particularly now when we're seeing very, polarized opinions in the world you know so extreme i think the only way we're going to come out of everything that's going on is be by being kind to each other and not judging each other so harshly you know yeah. because there are so many different opinions um expressing creative expression i think for everyone is absolutely essential it's not even i think i was weird to believe it's sort of a nice little luxury or something you do or yeah little class and um, it doesn't have to necessarily be the traditional arts as such but whatever like we talked about finding your voice mm. everybody has to i really believe find that in whatever way it works for them you know yeah i love that that's so important uh, um, i think um, and going this idea of going beyond myself and the ego and and being of service i think when you're of service it does bring you you know this idea of expanding and growing and that's that's a really important part of my life like what i'm doing is expanding me is the only word rather than you know yes um, you're such there a is no positive yeah i mean you're coming across like such a positive outlook on life now do you feel that that's all because of what you've been through Oh, totally, totally. I'd say I could have been, <laughs> I might have been a bit of a moaner before then at times, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think that it, the biggest thing for me is that I've realized there really is nothing to fear in life. That might sound a little bit, particularly now going, but God, there is, there's awful things happening. But I suppose what it showed me was, you know, one of my greatest fears might have been having getting cancer and then I got yeah. it and I wasn't afraid at all you know so we deal with when we're when we're faced and we're in the moment with something it's amazing what we have great capacity for um, okay, great I think we're almost conditioned to sort of it's that fight or flight what's coming and how yeah do I have that fear um, always yeah and then you can shut Not, down a bit so yeah you shut, down, you shut yourself down from lots of possibilities so yeah um, great yeah, great a great great journey so far Good. And speaking of your journey, would there be any uh, pieces of advice that you could give the listeners that might be on a similar type of journey to what you've gone through yourself or even anyone that's looking for a change, I suppose, to help them start living life on their own terms? What advice would you have? Um, well, one for sure is would be really around the type of people you surround yourself with, because although 
now they came into my can't take credit i was very lucky that wonderful people came into my life um from the moment i got sick but i think once you open yourself up and just say okay i'm ready to change it's amazing it's like a miracle people do show up and you just have to trust that um okay. so it's really really I couldn't emphasize that more. I could not be doing anything I'm doing without the people who came into my life and are still in my life who want the best for me, you know, and we're, you know, and the same, I want the, the best for them. And, um, you know, so that's nothing is, you know, we don't do anything on our own. So that's, I would say is key. Um, and really spending time figuring out what it is you enjoy doing, like just very, you know, yeah. it is possible. I never, it sounds crazy, but I never believed it was possible to live sort of a a life where I really enjoyed it. You know, it's, it's this idea that life has to be a struggle and work has to be hard and everything has to be, yeah. if it's a va- worthwhile, it has, and it doesn't. You see the really successful people, not just in financially, in, in, in all respects. In all aspects of life. They're, they're doing things they love. Yeah, you know, yeah. They probably don't need to be doing it, maybe. And actually, so it's really important to just, um, and you know, sometimes it isn't so obvious. It wasn't so obvious to me and it, it you know, but I, I really believe in that sort of letting go and trusting life and sort of working with life. If you, you know, when you put your hands up in the air and go, I haven't a clue, you know, everything yeah. starts to come to you. you no, know, it isn't always about going out and pushing and finding these things. It's, it's, yeah. it's allowing as well. Um, I love yeah. it. And I know, I suppose, that's one of the reasons that I started this podcast. The amount of people that I talk to that feel like work has to be hard. It has to be a struggle. Life can't be easy. Yeah. But yet I can see it from the other side. And, you know, there are ways of making changes. They might not be big changes. You yeah. know, everyone doesn't have to go through something like you did or has to leave their job. Exactly. But yes, you can live life on your terms by making certain changes. So, I love that you said that because that is that was really my motivation earlier on to to set this up. And speaking of Celine, do you feel like you are now living life on your own terms? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't. I mean, gosh, it's one of those questions. Go well, if only this. You know, no, no. I'm thinking there was a choice. I don't know if it was a choice after cancer. But do I go back? No, I don't think that ever was a possibility for me. but yeah, some part of me said, no, now is time, you, you know, for a different chapter in your life. And yeah, yeah, I would say 100% I'm living it on my own terms. Brilliant. So, Brilliant. Yeah, no, great. thank you so much, Zine. I really appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to the new book and I'm looking forward to what the next uh, chapter is going to bring for you. And I wish you all the best in the future. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast. I hope you take away some positive steps from it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe for free and tell your friends. If there is anyone's story that you would love to hear, please message me and I'll do my best to interview them. Thanks for listening and for living life on your own terms.